On this episode of Locked On Lightning, you as you could see, I'm traveling, but I'm still recording. We talk about more off-season talk as well as player predictions for the upcoming season. All that and more coming up. But first, as always, let's play that music. Your Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Today's episode of Locked On Lightning is brought to you by our fan, our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started on this episode of Locked On Lightning. We're talking about more of the offseason, just waiting waiting and waiting for October to get here, as well as individual player predictions. We break it all down. We talk about who we think is going to make a big leap. Who do we think is going to continue to produce for this Lightning team in the 2023-24 season? And first, before we get into all that, I want to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. You could also check us out on our YouTube page. Give us a follow there. And for those who are not aware, as we get ever closer to 1,000 subscribers, we'll be raffling off. Once we get close, once we get 1,000 subscriptions, we'll be raffling off a signed Vincent LeCavier Tampa Bay Lightning Puck, so you don't want to miss it. And all you have to do is subscribe and you will automatically be entered into the raffle. So we're talking about more about the offseason and it kind of, I feel in a way, it, it, it kind of, this is probably at least in the time that we have had this show, probably one of the weirdest or most different off seasons we have had thus far surrounding the Tampa Bay Lightning. And that is because obviously they're not coming off a long run from the Stanley Cup playoffs. And as well as, it, you know, we're not, I don't think, and I think maybe some Lightning fans or even some hockey fans in general could kind of look at us, or at least maybe this is a way of them kind of, you know, looking at the Lightning in a different light. But I feel like we're not the top dogs anymore. And, you know, some people might view that as a negative thing and some people might view that as a good thing. I, for one, think that is a very good thing considering how really this team has played over the last couple of years. And and I'm not saying that in the way that opposing teams or fan bases are going to look at the Tampa Bay Lightning and, and not take them seriously. No, but I think that some teams may not look at the lightning as the big fish in the sea anymore. I think it obviously the teams that come to mind are obviously going to be the Vegas golden Knights, the defending Stanley cup champions, as well as the Florida Panthers. I think they turned a lot of heads uh, during their Stanley cup run. And, and I'm, and you know, we could get into the whole argument if you would like, and I'm sure we will in our comment section below. But I'm, I'm sure we could get into the conversation or at least start it about who are the top five teams heading into this year's season. And I've seen some rankings here and there. And 
it's very early to talk about rankings and you know all that stuff because things could change you know even though free agency for the most part has really kind of slowed down to a certain extent i mean we might see some other players kind of sign or or you know low level players players that maybe you you know their names but you don't really know their game that well you might actually hear them sign as we get closer to camp which is great and that's really i think where teams are kind of polished off and i think that's where that could make the difference between you making the playoffs and possibly going on a run for the stanley cup and i i think that we will see that in the next couple of months but I think that those aren't going to be signings, though, that are really going to propel teams that maybe are on the outside looking in, uh, going to be in that top five group. And so I'm going to list off the ones, and I didn't really give much thought about this, but I will, I will list off my top five teams heading into the Stanley uh, into the upcoming season. And I'm sure everybody's will be a little bit different. If not, you know, and there might be some other people that might have it completely different, which is also all right. You know, I'm curious because I want to hear and, and go ahead and comment in the section comment section below on our YouTube channel. And if you haven't already done so, please, like I always say, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Um, go ahead and list your top five teams in the league uh and for some of them that maybe be a little bit outside of the box you could go ahead i would want you to kind of just give me a little bit of a reason why as to why you think that that team deserves to be there so off the top of my head i'm thinking vegas and this is going in order uh vegas colorado um I'm going to say Florida just because they went to the Stanley Cup final. And for the most part, they are going to have the same team around them. And I think if Brabowski is going to be the top dog that he showed he was in the Stanley Cup playoffs this past year, I think we could feel good, at least as hockey fans, in ranking uh, the the Florida Panthers and putting them in that spot, at least the top three in the league. And then the other two would have to probably be Edmonton because you, I, I just feel like with Connor McDavid, you could just do – and Leon Dreisaitl. I just feel like regardless of what you know pieces that team is always missing as we was evident a couple of years ago and they did have the pieces to get that far but as was evident uh two seasons ago where they got to the western conference final and lost to colorado who eventually as we all know beat the tampa bay lightning in the stanley cup final that's a team where you have two of the best players in the league two of the best players on the planet and when that team is clicking, they could beat anybody on any given night, especially if their goaltending holds up. So, yeah, I think Edmonton definitely gets that fourth spot. And probably to round out the five would probably, I mean, you could make a conversation, you could make a point to say that maybe Tampa Bay does belong in that situation. Uh, in that spot, excuse me, but I, I don't know. I, I just, and, and maybe I'm a little bit negative about this. And if you're a listener of the show for quite some time, you know um, that, that 
I can be negative or, or maybe way too negative at certain points. And that's fine. You know, I listen. I, and I, as you know, I own up to it when it does happen. If it is, you know, a little bit out of bounds. But I don't know. And we'll get more into this when we get into our player predictions. You know, there was certain like like Braden Point having the season he did. You know, can we say that he is going to get to that level again? And then on the other side of that, the other certainties that lie with this Lightning team are also Andre Vasilevsky and as well as, you know, what kind of impact is Connor Sheary really going to make on this team? As well as can Nick Paul and Anthony Sorelli not only stay healthy, but also make an impact um, on this team for the long term. So that is really going to be something as well as Brandon Hagel. If Braden Point doesn't come out and score 50 goals and close to 100 points, can Brandon Hagel take that next step? So for that whole reason, like I said, we'll we'll talk about that. And as you could tell, that was the short part of it. Uh, we'll definitely really get into the nitty gritty of it uh, in the second half of the show. But really, I think that if I had to have a hard candidate for five for top five teams going into the 2023-24 season it probably would have to be Carolina Carolina I think is one of those teams that is scary I think they're one of those teams that they they're an unusual team in the way that they they have a couple of big name players that we're all familiar with, but at the same time, as was evident down the stretch and as they got closer, and maybe these are stars in the realm of the Carolina Hurricane community and and you know to their fans, obviously. But you know, guys, when you have guys like Martin Nicias, who I think is one of the most underrated players in the league, going out there and and really being the lifeblood of that team as he was at certain points down the stretch. That's a scary team, and when your goaltending holds up the way it did, and you know they have some some pieces that maybe or some players that need to play just a tad better to get them to that other spot. But yeah, I mean, let me know, and maybe I'm being a little bit too harsh on the top five in terms of not putting enough Eastern Conference teams. But then again, as we all know, and as we have all seen over the past couple of years, uh, really when it comes down to it, the West has really been a pain in the butt during the regular season as well as the the playoffs. And, and I think maybe if COVID um, and the shortened season, things were, weren't kind of a little bit messed up there for those two years, the lightning went back to back. You know, we might have seen a different kind of team roll out of roll out against the Tampa Bay Lightning, considering, you know, you look at Montreal, Eastern Conference team. So there was, you know, that little bit of a realignment weirdness uh, that was happening. Uh, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So let me know about that. Let me know about, because I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of opinions, which is totally fine. Um, but I, I, I'm very curious to hear about everybody's opinions on where they see the rest of the league. So we'll talk about some of our player predictions as well as, you know, kind of what ties into what I was just talking about. Can the Lightning or do the Lightning deserve almost to be a top five team or be viewed as a top five team? We'll talk about that in just a little bit. But first, why don't we talk about our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook. Now, if you haven't heard of FanDuel Sportsbook, where have you been? 
listen, baseball is in full swing. It's the dog days of July, about to head into the dog days of August. And there's a lot of teams not only fighting for a divisional championship, but also just fighting for a playoff spot. So don't you want to get in on some of that action by going over to FanDuel Sportsbook? Take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right, just 20 bucks, and you'll land $200 in bonus bets win or lose and you can do all that on an app that is safe secure and super easy to use plus when you win you get paid instantly instant payouts you can't argue with that so there's no better place than to do it on fanduel sportsbook america's number one sportsbook so sign up today and visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get up to 200 in bonus bets that's fanduel.com slash locked on so in case you're wondering where I am right now, I am. I literally just got off the flight, uh, got off my plane. I'm actually in Austin, Texas. And first time being in Austin, and I absolutely love it. And definitely want to come down to Texas, check out Dallas during the NHL season, maybe see a Stars Dallas, uh, a Stars Lightning game when the when the Lightning are in town. And Really beautiful part of the country and, you know, hope to see more as I'm here for the whole week. So if anybody has any recommendations, drop them in the comment section below on our YouTube page if you're watching us there. Or you could tweet them to me at DankyDank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. I love hearing from all of you, whether you want to tweet to me or slide in my DMs or comment on the section below this video on our YouTube page. I always love hearing from all of you. Uh, and interacting with each and every one of you. So if you're joining us, please go ahead right now. If you're joining us right now in the middle of this video or in the middle of this podcast, rewind, go to the beginning and listen to everything I said, because I think that this is going to be an interesting um, conversation to be had and the conversation that we could continue to have as the weeks go on, as we get ever closer to training camp, which in my opinion, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to feel about training camp. I mean, it's NHL training camp is just a whole different thing for me. I don't view it as, as important as, you know, maybe NFL or even spring training. Um, to me, even the preseason games, it's kind of like how, like, and for all my basketball fans out there, it's kind of how I feel with that. I mean, it, it's just whatever. I mean, preseason's more for guys trying to make spots. Uh, those last couple of spots on the team, as well as, you know, really you're going to see some of the vets out there, but you're not going to see Kucherov play 20 minutes out there. Um, if he's playing 20 minutes, then kind of curious what coach John Cooper is smoking at that point, but <laughs> moving on to the upcoming season. Now player predictions. Now I think we could agree to a certain extent, that this team has shed a lot of the fat around the prime meat um, heading into this season. And, and I kind of alluded to it throughout the course of the season, how really, you know, maybe I didn't say it this way, but, you know, I didn't view this team as really a championship winning team. I absolutely despise the, the mantra or the mindset of, Let's just sneak into the playoffs and see what happens. I'm I'm very big, as we all know, if you haven't been listening or if this is your first time, I'll, I'll say it again. I'm one of those people play 
the same way you're going to play in the playoffs or, or go out there with that mindset. I know you can't play at a thousand percent all season long. Look at the Boston Bruins um, set a bunch of records, a team that really on paper heading into the playoffs was could have very well have, if they just played at the level they did all season long, could have very well swept every series and won the Stanley Cup championship. But obviously that is not how it happened. But looking at really this lightning team, you know, what are the expectations individually? Now, just I'm not going to do the entire team tonight, today. So really as the, the the summer goes on and if I haven't mentioned a player that you want me to talk about, I will gladly talk about them. So drop down in the comments as well. So I'm going to do the top four guys that come to mind, Cooch, Point, Stamkos, and Hagel. Now, just to refresh some of your memories, Cooch had 113 points with 30 goals, Point, 95 points with 51 goals, Stamkos, 34 goals and 84 points and then brandon hagel 30 goals and 64 points now i'm gonna say right off the bat um i think that really we're gonna see a flip-flop or maybe somewhat of a i guess a changing of the guard if you want to talk about it or or passing of the torch or whatever phrase you want to talk about or or discuss or say it um I think Stamkos is going to take a step back this year. If we didn't already think that he did last year, <clears throat> he he really has had a simple game plan his entire career. I mean, he has shown at certain spurts throughout the course of the season that he um, is able to do other things. Um, and really, really, I think that for someone his – his his age and you know kind of the wear and tear uh on his body i don't think we're gonna see kind of a 30 point season out of him um i think that really in order for him to get to a 30 point season without doing the normal show and that is taking slap shots from the circle we're gonna have to see more of what we saw out of him down the stretch and that was just a a, just a creative approach to the game, getting down low, getting into the dirty areas. Um, I want to see him pass more. You know, that may not necessarily be part of his game as, as a, a facilitator, but I think that really what it comes down to is that he's going to have to get outside his comfort zone. I think we're going to see, and maybe this is just me kind of just throwing out a crazy prediction right now, but we're going to have to see him just be more of a facilitator kind of. And, and I know he doesn't really have the speed to kind of be all over the place, like what we see from Braden point and Nikita Kucherov. But I still think that he is still very much wiser. And, and I think his experience is going to help him because I, I think we could all agree is that if he wasn't the seasoned veteran that we know him to be, I don't think he would have gotten to 30 goals. Or, or 34 goals, whatever it was, 34. And I think that, like I said, I think that, you know, he could still take his shots from the circle and still do his usual 
patents, Stamkos, one-timers. But I would like to see him kind of maybe fake a shot from the circle, get on the doorstep, pass it off last minute, little things like that. And I'm sure that's not something that, and I'm sure that's something that he has really thought about this offseason and has worked on, you know, and, and I really hope that, and that's just me being maybe a little bit too hopeful or having too much wishful thinking because I've said certain things like this with this team before. And as we all know, uh, really <laughs> what happens with the Tampa Bay Lightning is that sometimes they just do the same thing over and over and over again. And it, the product, the production and the numbers tend to go down as we go throughout the course of the season. Um, but on the other side of that, that's what you saw from Braden point this past year. Uh, as he continues to get better, he's really continued to just develop his game. I think this was the best version of Braden Point we have seen ever outside of a playoff game. And I'm talking about the two runs, um, especially when they made those when they when they won the Stanley Cup. I think that really outside of those performances in the playoffs, this is the best version we've ever seen of Braden Point. And I think this goes across the board when we're looking at Hagel, when we're looking at Stamkos, Point, and Kucherov. That really what it comes down to is as long as these guys stay healthy, you are going to see the numbers. But my issue that has always been with these guys, especially the top three in Kucherov, Point, and Stamkos, is that it doesn't always translate to wins. And it doesn't always work on a nightly basis. <clears throat> Which is why I think that John Cooper would be better off in the long run. Now, obviously, we all know he is going to play these three guys together more times than not, which is fine. But I don't want to see every game, every shift of these top three guys, because especially with the way the roster is constructed, I think it prov it, it, it shows us two things, and it's going to show us these things over the course of the season, is that A, the Lightning don't have the, the, the depth right now. Now, maybe... In the, in the first couple of weeks of the season, even a month or two months, we will see the opposite. But when you, as I alluded to on the last episode, we could very well see that as the common reason as to why this team may not be as successful as we would like them to. And I think the best way to do that is to separate these guys. You know, and what I mean is obviously keep coach on point. But you got to have Stamkos on the second or even the third line. Um, if you're going to roll him out there and he's just going to take one-timers all day, then you got to throw him on the third line or even the second. But he can't be on that first line just taking a slap shot on every shot. If, and especially if he's going to go down to the third line, he's got to be more versatile. He's got to be better in the face-off circle as well. And... I know that sounds a little crazy considering he was he had a 53%, almost 54% uh, win rate in the faceoff circle last year. But at the same time, I mean it more so in the case that he needs to win faceoffs in big shots, in, in big spots. And I think that's not something that we have seen from this team very much <clears throat> all last year. And that was one of the things that for long periods of time we didn't see. I mean, we saw it here and there down the stretch and we saw it in the in that series against Toronto they did a quite le they did a pretty much a, a decent job of doing that but I think at the end of the day really what it comes down to is is that really um these guys 
need to kind of get out their comfort zone in certain ways. Uh, the only one I think that really just needs to continue doing what he's doing is Nikita Kucherov. Braden Point, like I said, if he do if he just plays the way he did last year, I think that he could easily get to 40 goals this year, maybe even 100 points. Um, Hagel, I'm not sure. He's He's going to be an interesting case study. I think he's got the potential. Uh, Thirty. Uh, he had 30 goals last year, 64 points. I think that, in my opinion, maybe some people might think this is blasphemy. I think he's the second coming of Braden Point, but with a little bit more versatile to his game, uh, a little bit more of a point getter, I think. Um, as he continues to get better and better, um, I think that he will be one of the most important pieces on this Tampa Bay Lightning team. So I, I, I think that really there still is a lot to unpack with this Tampa team. There still is a lot to unpack with these Lightning players. But as we look at the top four guys on this team in the forward lines, I mean, we could throw Hedman in there as top top five on this team, top four, um, even though he had an off year. I uh, definitely – think that as if those guys play well and play the right way mind you i think that the tampa bay lightning could have a very good year and i think that those four guys will also be very very successful individually so wrapping things up on the show if you haven't already done so please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form and if you haven't already done so hit that notification button on our youtube page uh so as soon as the newest episode drops, you'll be notified and ready to watch the newest episode of Locked on Lightning. So, yeah, I, I know it was a little bit of abbreviated uh, review there, prediction thing. But I, I just think that, you know, it's one thing in this game to predict and to say a guy's going to do this, a guy's going to do that if he plays this way or that way. But it's team sport. And, and I think there are very few players in this game that could really take control of the game and, and where their production isn't solely based on the production of the team. And quite honestly, until I am proven otherwise, I, the only guy I think on this lightning team that can play that way is Nikita Kucherov. But, and if you've been a listener or a watcher of this show for quite some time, you know, my qualm that I have with, with, Nikita Kucherov is that he can be a little bit absent-minded or really I think a better term would be is that he he's not as aggressive as that you would like him to be um, I think Braden Point can be that way I think that he just needs to develop a little bit more um, so we'll see what what this upcoming upcoming season brings and as well as if we will see some sort of growth in a lot of these guys especially guys like Kucherov and Stamkos where especially Stamkos where I I think that you know with his this being the final year of his contract he definitely has to figure it out and he has to definitely find different ways to be successful and do other things as other than score goals because as he gets older he's not going to be able to do that you know I think he has a great shot still I don't think it's up there with Alexander Ovechkin he does get his he does get his goals, which is fine. You know, if he's a thirty goal scorer, 
this year and maybe gets, I would say, 70, 80 points. I'm willing to live with that, I think. But it can't be on the first line. It can't be on the first line or we're going to have issues. So let me know in the comments below what you think. And like I said, we will continue to break down this team as the summer wraps up and continues on. And we will hopefully start to get into, you know, training camp stuff and hear about more about how the roster is going to shape up. But in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.